It's Saturday, October 31st. From the Appalachian, I'm political editor Moss Brennan. And I'm senior political correspondent Abby Pepin. And this is the Political Peaks Podcast. Today is the last day to early vote. If you haven't already, go out and vote before 3 p.m. Moss, where can people go early vote in Watauga County? So Watauga County has six early voting sites that will open at 8 a.m. and close at 3 p.m. Here are the early voting sites in Watauga County. The App State Plymouth Student Union in the Blue Ridge Ballroom, Blown Rock Town Hall, Deep Gap Fire Department, High Country Vacation Homes, Western Watauga Community Center, and the Watauga County Administration Building, the Commissioner's Boardroom. Polls will be open on Election Day from 6.30 in the morning to 7.30 p.m. Any voter in line at their assigned polling place at 7.30 p.m. will be able to vote. The busiest times tend to be early in the morning and just before the polls close. Avoid longer lines by voting at off-peak times. Unlike early voting, voters have to vote at their assigned polling place on Election Day. Those sites can be found using the voter search tool provided by the North Carolina State Board of Elections. Simply search North Carolina Voter Search Tool. The Appalachian has some big plans for Election Day, and we have Editor-in-Chief Jackie Park here to talk about the plans. Hi guys, it's so nice to be here. It's great to have you here. So what are the plans for Election Day for the Appalachian? Yeah, so we will be out all day on Election Day. Um, Moss will actually be out bright and early, so he says. Um, And we'll be at the polls, we'll be in the newsroom, um, monitoring numbers as they come in throughout the day. Um, And then later in the evening, we will be both here and in our uh, studio in Beasley with the broadcast from 6 to 9 p.m. So we'll be bringing out all the number updates. We'll be having interviews with both uh, Republican and Democrat candidates and representatives from across the county um, and just really keeping people informed as much as we can, whether that's on Twitter, on our website, on the broadcast, whatever that may be. I definitely do plan to be there bright and early, but 630 is pretty early for me. I hear we're also working with the radio station. What's kind of that? What's that looking like? Yeah, so this is one of the first times that we've actually partnered with WASU. Um, So in the morning, we will have a special broadcast um, of a few people from the paper um, from 8 to 9 a.m., usually morning app time. Um, And then later that evening, they'll have the broadcast simulcasting um, from the TV studio through the radio. So really excited to kind of have this partnership and to really just start working with them. And that broadcast will be from 6 to 9, correct? correct. Yes, 6 to 9 p.m. So I know you did the March primaries and you were kind of helping with that and you did some numbers. That was our first really big election experience for both you and me. So what are you most looking forward to for November 3rd? Big election our first time covering a bigger election. So what are you most looking forward to? Uh, So I think so far, um, you know, in early voting and on election day, I've really just looked forward to the young voter turnout. Um, I really think more people our age have really started to care about politics and they've really shown out and, you know, kind of... uh, stumped out the rumors, I guess, that young people don't vote. Um, So that's really exciting for me. And I think for everyone, I think it's, you know... Having an answer um, and knowing that it's kind of over with, Um, you know, I think a lot of people are sadly almost dreading the election because they want to know the outcome. And, you know, while we might not know on Tuesday, I think just knowing that the day is done um, will bring kind of a lot of peace, I know, to me and I think to a lot of other people. Predictions. How late do you think we'll be in the newsroom on Tuesday night? That's a fun one. Um... 
if we're allowed, I'm going to I'm going to say 3:30. 3:30 in the morning? Yep. yep. Let's hope it's not that late. <laughs> but uh just to give our listeners some kind of some more context, where can they kind of follow our social medias and where can they find all this information for, on election night? Um first thing we'll have, you know, a big splash page on our website. And so when you go on the appalachiananline.com, um soon as you sign in or as soon as you um hop on the page, there'll be a splash page. It'll have updated numbers, stories as people have questions about whatever it may be on election day. Um, And we'll kind of have a running page there just of our coverage throughout the day. Um, And then, you know, we'll also be on Twitter, of course. Um, You know, you can follow at the Appalachian, um, App Weekly News, and WASU-FM. So we'll all be sharing updates that way. Um, And, of course, you can follow Moss and Abby. Um, They will be live tweeting always and forever. Um, You know, I think that that's a really effective mode of communication for a lot of people. Um, and then we'll also be on our Instagram periodically um, as we have some of those more visual things that we can share. Um, and then, of course, you know, on, on the broadcast, um, you know, you can go to App TV's website to look at that. And then um, you can also go on the local channel and, and watch um, the broadcast there. And you can turn, tune into uh, 90.5 WASU on your radio or online or on their mobile app. So if people have election questions, how can they contact you to kind of get those questions answered? Or like if they have questions for, I know we're planning to do some social media live streams. So how can they maybe send in some questions? What's the best way to contact you? Yeah, so probably the best way to get a hold of us um, is through our Instagram DMs or our Twitter DMs. Um, You know, we're always checking those. We have our social media team. They're going to be on guard on election day. Um, So we'll definitely be kind of screening those and trying to answer questions via Instagram stories or um, sort of mini stories on the website that we'll share on Twitter, Facebook, that kind of thing. Um, And you can also go on our website and, um, you know, go to the contact us form and just submit questions you have or, um, you know, you can you can look me up in the App State directory, parkjm at appstate.edu, and shoot me an email. Um, would be happy to chat. So this is, again, Jackie Park, the editor-in-chief of the Appalachian. You can follow her on Twitter at Jackie M. Park, J-A-C-K-I-E-M Park, and she'll post all these updates and more Appalachian news. So, Jackie, thanks for being here today with us. Thanks, guys. Here's what else you missed this week. In state news, in a 5-3 decision, the United States Supreme Court denied an attempt from North Carolina Republicans to stop counting mail-in ballots on November 6th. This ruling means that North Carolina ballots can be accepted if they are postmarked by November 3rd at 5 p.m. and received by the County Board of Elections by 5 p.m. November 12th. Only ballots postmarked by 5 p.m. November 3rd can be counted. The state board decided to extend the mail-in ballot due date after issues regarding postal service delivery delays and an increase in the number of mail-in ballots. In national news, Iowa voters are seeing many polling sites closed due to the virus outbreaks of COVID-19 throughout the state. Since 2016, Iowa has lost 261 polling places, which affect roughly 30% of the state's voters, many of who reside in urban areas. The main reasons polling sites are closing is due to concerns over hosting polling places during the pandemic and a shortage of volunteer poll workers willing to come into contact with hundreds of people. From the Appalachian, I'm Moss Brennan. And I'm Abby Pepin. Have a safe and happy Halloween. Thanks for tuning in.